plenty of conservatives have come out to, uh, you know, defend Donald Trump ever since his latest indictment, but nobody has done it more stupidly than Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake appeared on Newsmax at the end of last week to explain in her own special way, how Donald Trump is somehow outsmarting the department of justice and special prosecutor, Jack Smith. That's right, folks. Donald Trump is not the one being prosecuted here. Oh no, 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 no. He is the one that is somehow outsmarting the prosecutors. Now, unfortunately, Carrie Lake didn't get into detail, of course, about how exactly Trump is outsmarting them. She just knows for absolute certainty that Trump is totally outsmarting them. Uh, this by the way, is coming from a woman who just a day and a half before her appearance on Newsmax was once again, smacked down by the Arizona state Supreme court for her latest election challenge lawsuit defeat. So Carrie Lake isn't too familiar with the judicial system here in the United States, but her few experiences with it have been rather horrible for her. But here is what she had to say about Donald Trump's legal problems. I'm sorry. They're not problems. They're, they're more opportunities, I guess. Here is what she told Newsmax host, Eric Bowling. Every single thing they've thrown at him, he's turned it right back in their face and he's proven to be right. I can't even continue because I got to stop and explain why that's such a stupid statement. First and foremost, you're going to make a statement like that. You have to be able to back it up. Okay. You have no evidence on your side to prove your opening thesis. Correct. Like Donald Trump has thrown it back in their face. How, how? like, okay. You, you stole documents. No, you stole documents. Like that would be throwing it back in their face. So not only is your statement incorrect on a factual basis, but it's also grammatically incorrect because you don't know how to use your metaphors correctly. Christ almighty. All right. She continues. They're wrong. They're just, they're just trying to bring him down and you can't bring down a, a giant like Donald J. Trump. And I'll be honest. <laughs> I think he would welcome that indictment. He would welcome a trial. I think you said it would be the trial of the century. I don't think that when they thought of all of that, and maybe during those meetings with his attorney, the attorneys brought it up and said, do you really want this? Because it's going to come right back in your face. They're playing checkers and president Trump is playing, you know, chess at the highest level. So I don't think they want to pick a fight with him. Hey, genius. They've already picked the fight. The, the indictments have already come down. Like he's already been arrested. So I, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the news for the last, I don't know, seven and a half months, but the fight was already picked when they arrested him. Like, Oh, they don't want to pick a fight with him. No, they did. They openly did. And they keep winning at every possible opportunity. Donald Trump has thrown nothing back in their faces. He has not turned the tables on them. He's not playing chess. He's not even playing checkers. He's playing connect four and he's still losing. So what the hell are you talking about? Carrie Lake? None of this makes any sense, but you know, what also doesn't make any sense at all is why Newsmax would even bring her on to talk about these issues in the first place. 
why have a failed gubernatorial candidate who's lost every one of her court cases? Why bring her on to talk about a criminal trial that she's not a part of? She never went to law school. She is not an attorney. She is not a politician. She is an unemployed loser. And Newsmax is like, well, let's bring her on to talk about this, right? <laughs> that makes total sense. Th this everything about this story <laughs> pisses me off because it's so incredibly stupid. But then again, I'm pretty sure everything I've ever talked about with Carrie Lake has been so incredibly stupid <laughs> to the point where it just makes me angry. Republican Congressman Derek Van Orden from the state of Wisconsin is in hot water after he screamed profanities at a group of 16 and 17 year old Senate pages who on Thursday morning were resting in the Capitol rotunda. The reason before I even get into the horrific things that this man said to these children, the reason these pages, again, 16, 17 year olds were even resting in the Capitol rotunda was because they had basically an all night work session with the Senate. The Senate was working late on the defense appropriation bill. The pages having, you know, being workers for the senators had to stay there. They had to do the work. They were exhausted. So they were resting in the Capitol rotunda, which is actually a very common thing for pages to do. It's, it's almost a, tra a tradition at this point. You have a late night afterwards, you all go get a couple hours of rest in the rotunda. It is a very common thing that happens on the Hill, according to reports. And I bring up that it's a very common thing because I want to read you the reaction that one page luckily enough, sat and scribbled down so they would know exactly what this piece of crap Derek Van Orden was saying. Here is what he said. And I got to warn you, there is some profanity here. I'm going to try to censor it where I can, but I can't censor all of it. It's, it's that bad. I wish I didn't have to censor it at all because I want you to get the full effect of what this man, this grown man said to these children after a late night of work. Wake the F up, you little shits. What the F are you all doing? Get the F out of here. You're defiling the spaces, you piece of shit. Who the, f who the F are you? I don't give an F who you are. Get out. You jackasses, get out. And one page said that this was horrible. Like that's, that's all they could do to respond. It said that this is horrible. And again, Van Orden works in the house. These were Senate pages. So you had... Uh, uh, Chuck Schumer, Senate majority leader come out and admonish Van Orden, uh, saying, quote, uh, I can't speak for the house of representatives, but I do not think that one member's disrespect is shared by this body, by Senate minority leader, Mitch McConnell and myself. So, okay. Like, Hey, I don't know how you run things over in your house, but this kind of crap is not tolerated over on the Senate side. We actually try to act like adults every now and then. So here's what gets me. Van Orden walks into the Capitol Rotunda and I'll read his defense of it in just a moment. And he sees these pages, which is not an uncommon sight resting because they had been up all night working. He obviously had not been, he got to go back to his apartment. He had a good night's sleep. So he came in, starts screaming and shouting profanities at these children and then had the audacity 
to defend his comments. So he doesn't deny that it happened. He's totally like, hell yeah, it did. And he defended it by saying this. The history of the United States Capitol Rotunda that during the Civil War, it was used as a field hospital and countless Union soldiers died on that floor and they died because they were fighting the Civil War to end slavery. Okay, the rest of your Republican party is gonna be mad at you for admitting that. And I think that place should be treated with a tremendous amount of respect for the dead. If anyone had been laying a seri- on a series of graves in Arlington National Cemetery, what do you think people would say? Okay, well, yeah, I think people would be upset if you had a bunch of teenagers sleeping in a cemetery, um, but that's not what happened. You can't say like, well, what if this other hypothetical thing that I created in my head, what if that happened? Then you'd change your tune. Okay, but that other imaginary thing is just that. It's imaginary. So you can't make up your own scenarios in which children are in the wrong to try to say that what you did was right. And also, if you're talking about the sanctity of the rotunda, you're the one in there screaming profanities at children. So I'm pretty sure somebody did violate the sanctity of that building, but it wasn't the kids who, for the record, when you're a Senate page, you either do not get paid and in exchange you get community service, you know, towards college programs or whatever it is. So you get either community service credits for it, which even some high schools do require that, but mostly they're banking it for college to say, Hey, look what I did on their applications. Um, or you get a stipend of 250 bucks. So these kids, most of them not getting paid because they take the credits instead, getting screamed at by this a-hole that's making $174,000 a year. Yeah. Here's the kicker. Sitting the first time this POS has done this. Let me read you this from the Hill. This is not the first time Van Orden has flashed his temper. Van Orden reportedly threatened a 17 year old library page in his home state over a gay pride display and demanded to know who set it up. The page in question had set up the, dis- uh, had set the display up and she told her parents she did not feel safe to return to the library for work. So he has at one point, according to this report, screamed at a teenager so badly that she no longer felt safe. When they show you who they are, believe them. Van Orden didn't come in there screaming at teens because he was having a bad morning. He screamed at them because that's the kind of piece of crap that he is. People of Wisconsin, do better in next year's election. One of Donald Trump's former lawyers, a man who worked with him for a long time, served with him as counselor in his administration, Ty Cobb, responding to the recent Thursday evening indictment against Donald Trump that accuses him of uh, trying to delete security surveillance so that prosecutors, the DOJ investigators wouldn't be able to see that they were moving and hiding documents. Ty Cobb came out and basically admitted that the former president, his former boss and former friend is in fact screwed. Now, to be fair, that is not the word that Ty Cobb used, but we can read between the lines, folks. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I know how to interpret the things that he said. Here is what Ty Cobb said during an interview with CNN. I think this original indictment was engineered to last a thousand years. And now this superseding indictment will last in antiquity. This is such a tight 
case. The evidence is so overwhelming. I can't imagine how Trump could say his lawyers met with Jack Smith today to explain that he hadn't done anything wrong on the same day that Jack Smith produces this, uh, produces this overwhelming evidence of additional wrongdoing on his part. So he then continues to talk about, you know, the, uh, what happened. And, and this actually leads me to another point I'll get to in a minute. At a time when Evan Corcoran has been told by him, Trump, that there are no additional documents and his lawyers certainly at some point advised him to not destroy, move, or obstruct this grand jury subpoena in any way, this is Trump not just going behind the back of the prosecutors, this is Trump going behind the back of his own lawyers and dealing with two people who were extremely loyal to him, which of course is the new individual, um, Oliviera, and of course the personal valet, Walt Nada, who had already been charged. So here's the thing about his statement. It's not just, yeah, the evidence is overwhelming, which of course means dude is screwed. And if it were not in front of judge Eileen Cannon, I would 100% firmly believe that there is no way Trump's getting out of this, but we have already seen Cannon issue some decisions that have definitely gone in Trump's favor getting it moved to a different court in a friendlier district packed with like 70% Trump voters. So she's doing what she can to rig the game in Trump's favor. Now that may not even be enough to save him though, but it may be. So we'll see how that goes. If it were any other judge in any other part of the country, I would sit here and tell you right now, Trump's going to prison. Now, having said that, let me circle back to something that Ty Cobb said here. He mentioned Evan Corcoran. Evan Corcoran, of course, was one of Donald Trump's lawyers. He's the one who drafted the memo, uh, that Christina Bob then signed said, Hey, we've turned over everything. We've even turned over everything, looking for more documents. We got none. We've given you everything, dude, case closed, good to go. No problems on our end because that's what Trump had told him. But let's not forget that Evan Corcoran has already talked to the grand jury. And there is little doubt in my mind that these new charges, you know, uh, that hit Trump on Thursday, part of this is likely related to Evan Corcoran talking to that grand jury. So I, I do find it interesting that Ty Cobb brought up Corcoran because you don't just have to bring him up in this conversation. And he's the only one he brought up, even though there were other lawyers involved. So I do think that Ty Cobb probably thinks what I'm thinking here. And that is Evan Corcoran flipped. So there's a good possibility of that. This also goes back with this new indictment to something I've talked about multiple times. And that is that Jack Smith was talking to staffers at Mar-a-Lago, right? The, the regular people, the housekeepers, the wait staff, the servers, all of them. And that's how we eventually find out that, oh, there was another staffer that was there that was told, go delete the server footage. So a lot of things have happened that we've discussed in the past and all of these little pieces are starting to fall into place now where it's, oh, that's why that happened. So it's fun to have those nice little revelation moments where the pieces of the puzzle fit together and you're like, ah, I see what the picture is now. And that's the point we're at. Jack Smith has put together a brilliant puzzle and way, while it may have seemed, you know, confusing at first, that picture is becoming crystal clear. As Cobb said, the evidence is in fact overwhelming. And aside from the X factor of judge Cannon, 
I'd say it's a good bet to say that Trump is screwed. Cannon may change that, but until then, things aren't looking good for him.